Happy Friday, January 29th, 2021. Welcome to the three things I learned in SaaS, sports, tech, and live events, special edition, GameStop, Wall Street Bets, Reddit, Robinhood, Super Bowl tickets, and what the hell they all have to do with one another. So, if you've been living under a rock the last week, you haven't seen that a number of retail investors in the stock market executed a massive short squeeze using Robinhood and other trading apps against major global head funds out of Wall Street. They did this by buying into, at mass volume using options, buying into stocks that the hedge funds had been shorting at enormous rates. These stocks were GameStop, AMC, BlackBerry, Nokia, and a number of others. Eventually, as those stocks rose in price and the hedge funds were hemorrhaging money, the platforms that people were using, the trading platforms, were put under pressure, uh, both liquidity pressures and social pressure, in a concern that this might be market manipulation as the hedge funds were hemorrhaging money and the retail investors continued to just pile on a pile on a pile on. And then finally, on Thursday of this week, some of those trading platforms shut off the ability to buy into those stocks anymore. And that raised a lot of concern about the ethics and morality of those platforms in what they did, in what they said was protecting the market. Now, there's gonna be a lot more that comes out about this. And there's gonna be a lot more regulation involved than we see in the sports ticketing market. So what does this have to do with tickets? Why are we talking about this in the three things? We actually saw something really similar in our market in 2015 with the infamous speculator squeeze at the Super Bowl between the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks, one that's infamous for the interception at the end instead of running beast mode. So what happened in that Super Bowl? Back then, unlike now where it's very controlled by the league and private equity, there were a lot of ticket brokers and travel companies who would speculate on Super Bowl tickets. I'll make this very simple. They would go and they would sell a Super Bowl ticket for a price earlier in the year. Let's say in November, they'd sell a consumer a Super Bowl ticket for $5,000, knowing that they believed they could get that ticket later on in the year from their sources for $3,000. And then they would profit on the margin between the two. Usually, even when the market broke, they and they had to take a loss, it wouldn't be such a significant loss. But that year, everything broke wrong for the speculators. The teams that got in had direct agreements so that most of the inventory for the game was either controlled by the league or controlled by just a few sellers that were all very large. Those sellers knew what was going to happen, and so they colluded to drive the price up. What happened when they drove the price up? Well, the game exploded. The market collapsed in on itself. It got so bad that there were people who had sold tickets through the major marketplaces that would break their order for $5,000 because they knew they could turn around and sell the ticket for $15,000 five minutes later. So they would just break the order, pay the penalty, and do whatever they needed to do to do that. What does that have to do with what happened this week? Well, all of the major marketplaces were put in the same tough situation that Robinhood was put in. Now, Robinhood is a fast-growing trading platform. They offer technology for a retail investor. They democratize trading by making it so that you don't have to pay for trades. Now, why? Because they take the data that they're getting about those trades and they're selling them to the big Wall Street banks anyways. They're really not Robinhood. They're definitely not robbing from the rich and giving to the poor, but that's the three things for another time. So Robinhood was put in a position where they had to stop the trades and then try to explain it. Personally, I don't believe their explanation. I believe it was a liquidity issue. But all four of the major marketplaces were put in that same position in 2015. Two of them broke. They refunded their customers, which as we know now, we just said they refunded them the $5,000 for a ticket that now costs 15. That left the customers out of the game. And two of them met their obligations. 
So the three things we learned from the 2015 speculator squeeze of the Super Bowl and how we think that's gonna to apply to what's happening this week. Now there's more regulation in the financial market, but this is how we think it's gonna apply this week. Number one, the consumer forgets. They say they never forget, but they forget and they forget pretty quickly. And here's what we mean. Robinhood has a lot of competitors and pundits piling on them right now, saying that they're never gonna earn back people's trust. We would think the same thing if we didn't have the experience we did in the 2015 Super Bowl. As we mentioned, SeatGeek and Vivid Seats sold out their customers, just like Robinhood did. They decided that they weren't going to live up to their obligation to take the loss. It was too big a loss for them. So they refunded 100%, sometimes 200%. Now, like we said, even a 200% renew a refund meant that the customer was still in Arizona with no tickets. They had spent their flight. They'd already paid for the hotels, all those things. It was a really crummy situation. It led to a number of class action lawsuits. We'll link to a few of those things uh, down below. And you can read about them and you would think that there would be blowback against them. But if you go ask the regular consumer now, who broke in the 2015 Super Bowl? They don't know. They don't know that StubHub and Ticketmaster met their obligations. They also don't know that the StubHub CEO who did the right thing as he often did, he was out 24 months later. So that's number one, consumer forgets quickly. Number two, uh, money distorts the truth like a thong, like a, like a fat hippo distorts a thong. Uh, this is a Scott Adams quote from Dilbert that I really enjoy. Robinhood is doing everything they can to not tell the truth that this was a liquidity issue or something more serious. Now, there's more regulation, so we're probably going to find out. I don't blame them. We saw this in sports before. In 2010, uh, we saw an outlier event break a company. Razor Gator went big on the 2010 World Cup right after the financial meltdown. The World Cup was in South Africa. It was a bad bet. The entire company got broken. They started selling off the parts. It never came back. Eventually, they went bankrupt. Robinhood is in a difficult situation, but they made the decision they made to survive themselves. Let's not pretend that it was anything else. And finally, uh, number three, uh, behold, I send you out as sheep amidst the wolves. A terrific biblical quote that's used again in the movie Devil's Advocate, an entertaining movie that's poorly acted by Keanu Reeves. In every market, there are people who believe that the ends justify the means. Money is all that matters. They will sell you out at the first hit of adversity. Uh, and Christopher Nolan's Tenet, which just came out a couple of months ago, direct to TV, he points out with a great quote at the beginning that we all think we'd run into the burning building until we feel the heat. Know that the vast majority out there are doing it for that reason, and they will sell you out. Don't budge. Uh, Proverbs 16.8 says, better is little with righteousness than vast revenues without justice. That's it for the three things this week. We hope you enjoyed and we'll see everybody next week.